You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. And as we kind of think about this, you know, journey of, you know, not only NFTs, but really this journey in Web3, you know, the idea of like building trust, right? I've been preaching this for years that I believe, you know, what we are all in the business of, no matter what your background is, no matter what you do today, we, you know, our services or our products, you know, Almost all of us are in the business of trust, you know, building trust, maintaining trust, scaling trust. And I will tell you, one of the things that I think is so interesting in this whole um, NFT conversation is, you know, that's what we're really evaluating, right? Like when we're spending all this time researching um, an NFT project, it's like, do we trust that the project's going to execute on this? Do we trust this is something that that we or and others are going to value? Um, do we trust that the result of this is worth the amount of money that we're putting into it? Do we trust that they're that they know enough about what they're doing? So it's all, you know there is like an expanded version of trust. But I will tell you that the question I've been getting a lot, and I, and I I appreciate it and I respect it, and but I think it was one that I wanted to kind of just kind of tap into was. You know, there are some people that have been asking about like, you know, as far as an NFT project, you know, you have to you have to build your community, which there, you know, just for those that that aren't aware, there is no easy button, there is no shortcut uh, for building your community. The beauty of community is that you really don't, you don't even build it, you don't even invest in community, you ultimately are growing a community and it requires, you know, not only a certain amount of effort, but it also requires your ability to grow with them, right? Like, so you have to have a growth strategy and you have to be able to grow and adapt your strategy based on how your community helps you evolve. And, you know, and I talk a lot about like, you know, we can talk about, you know, difference between having an audience and having a community, but like, I will tell you like, you know, for me and and the brand that I have, you know, I'm very blessed and have the luxury of having, you know, been working as an influencer, you know, making very good money as an influencer, as a content creator for seven plus years now, you know, growing my audiences across my channels, you know, to a quarter million followers, you know, across the different channels. I will say that like along that way, I made a massive mistake and it's the mistake hopefully that you that are listening to this that um, aren't going to make. And part of that was really, you know, people would say like, Brian, you need to own your um, audience. You need to have an email newsletter, which I will say like I messed up. I probably should have had an email newsletter um, out very early. Uh, people would talk about, you know, the fact that like, as I was establishing my thought leadership, I need to have a book out and I probably should have launched um, my book that I had written. I've actually written two books that have never been published um, just based on, you know, I haven't pressed the damn button with my book uh, more to come on that later on, but um, I probably should have done that as well. But here's the truth on like, man, this is the piece of it that I feel that I really missed on was that I did not focus or create a hub 
for all of my audiences all across the board to be able to come together at. And not only did I not create the hub, but I almost created based on how I created, right? I was weekly LinkedIn videos. I have Instagram stories every single day. I had multiple podcasts. I have a large Twitter audience. I was you know, running a Facebook group uh, for a long while. A lot of those audiences and even the, the messaging to the audiences were siloed. And so even though I was consistent across the board, I didn't give them a kind of a hub. And, and I will tell you, like one of the things that I've learned over, especially over the last year, you know, with the creator coin, with our NFTs, is that there's something beautiful about bringing people together that appreciate like you as a creator or like the, the team of creators that you're working with, bringing them together that, that consume differently. What I mean by that is there are people in our discord today that love Twitter spaces, but don't really listen to podcasts that much and love engaging on Twitter, but really aren't into uh, like video content, right? There are others that like love video content. There are people that are active that have known me for 10 plus years as a creator. There are others that have discovered me in the last couple of weeks um, as a creator and we're able to bring everybody kind of together. And I will say one of the, the beauties of the discord channel that we've, we've been, you know, kind of nurturing the, over the last, you know, many months is that it's not about me. Like as a, like, yes, I might be the, the creator that is, you know, establishing the trust, you know, creating the content. I might be the face of, you know, the, the, the actual, you know, delivery, but the beauty of a, of a powerful community hub is that it's about connecting those great people with those other great people to do great things, which has been my mantra for forever. Like when someone said, Brian, what is, what gets you excited? What gets you out of bed? And I would say it's connecting great people with great people to do great shit. Like that's, that's been my answer for, I don't know, 10 plus years. But the funny thing about that is I've always done those creating that like, I've always done that kind of like in a one-off way, right? When someone would message me and say, Brian, do you have a good guest for my podcast? I'd be able to pull that from one network and bring that to the other. But the magic that really happens is that when you allow people to do it themselves or even organically and allow that to kind of um, spawn across the board. But I will say that the other piece of this has been consistency. And I will say, I've been giving a keynote talk that I say the most important, valuable thing we can do as creators to build trust is consistency. Consistency, consistency, consistency. See what I did there? I was being consistent with my consistency. But the, the thing about it is also is that consistency is up to us to decide how do we manage expectations? How do we keep showing up consistently, right? And I, and I believe part of that is we have to design our lives and world around us so that we can be our best as a creator, right? Which means like if you love creating, you know, um, podcast content, but, you know, over the weekend, you can't do that. And your Mondays are usually busy. Like don't give yourself the obligation of having to have it out on Monday, right? Like having like figuring out how to like kind of redesign and tweak those things. And then the other piece of it is, you know, as you're being consistent, you also have to recognize what is that consistency? Like how, how is that consistency, you know, experienced by the audience? And then also like how are, are, are things taken in? And I will tell you, like I study a lot on what people resonate with, what, what matters to people. So I'm going to give you a couple examples here. And this is important for all of us to know, because I want you to think about this in your, if you are creating your own NFT project, or if maybe you're creating your own alpha group, 
or maybe you're creating your own, maybe you're, you're going to be the expert in your industry. Nobody else in your industry is into the NFTs. Maybe you want to establish the thought leadership for your, uh, you know, your group. What I'm going to say is that, you know, there are things that you want to listen for, you want to understand. And one of them for me has been, you know, when we talk about the podcast, what are the what is the part that gives people to go, ooh, I want to be on that, or oh, I should go listen to it, right? And so it's easy to be like, hey, I have a daily podcast. Well, for those that are in Web three, they have they know of a lot of people that do a daily Twitter space. Now, I will we can argue on the difference between just like facilitating a Twitter space versus actually producing a podcast every single day. But the idea of it being daily for a lot of Web three people doesn't impress them that much. I'm just being truthful. They're like, oh, okay, cool. You're doing it daily. Now I will say for those that are in the podcasting space, they're extremely impressed. Those that are content creators, they're impressed. And I'm not saying it because of the impressed side of it, but like it's important to know what is building that trust. But when I tell people that we're producing a podcast that has a blog, a daily blog, we create a video of every one of the podcast episodes. We have an email newsletter. We have an entire media hub that we are also happen to be in the top 25 on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's when they're like, oh my goodness, like you are creating an entire media you know, empire. And, and part of it too is the fact that we're not doing it as like the, you know, a, you know, an ad monetize monetization or um, trying to compete to be like the, the biggest media hub. Like we've designed this as like, this is the best way for us to learn, right? Like if you think about the origin of this, of this podcast, I, I've always done weekly podcasts. And my, my worry was that if we're doing it weekly, they would be so long because there's too much changing and evolving and, and it would be really hard to do evergreen content. But I will tell you, like, that piece is something that to remember. And that this, let's flip it into the Mint 365. When I tell people or people here, like, Brian, you're buying an NFT every day. They're like, so what? Anyone can buy an NFT every day. But then, you know, if we're like, well, I'm buying an NFT. Uh, we've done it now, now officially today. Um, we've done it across 12 blockchains. They're like, oh, my goodness, you're not just doing it, you know, Ethereum. And then I say things like, well, we're doing it, you know, we're, we're buying them in the Mint phase of the NFT process. So these aren't, we're not buying legacy projects. We're not going into like, what's the best project right now and buying into it. They're like, Oh, and then when I say like, we're doing, you know, four hours of research a day. And I'll tell you like today it's over four hours of research for the upcoming week. Cause there's a couple days in the upcoming week that I've been struggling to find a project that we, that actually holds up to our standards. But when I explain that to people, they're like, Oh my goodness, like you're that committed to research. Now, the piece of this that's important and it's important for us to think about as creators is that there's also this element of what does that mean for all of us? And so here's where I want everyone to kind of think of this is when we're building trust via, it doesn't matter if you're a creator, a thought leader, you could be a subject matter expert, you could creating your own NFT project, you'd be creating a metaverse project, a gaming product, um, whatever this may be. Part of it is that you are, you are doing what you say. The other part of it is there are a lot of people that I know that you listen to this right now. There are people listening to this that they are not sure if they want to trust me or not. They're still questioning if I am uh, a crypto bro that is like disguising things that I'm, you know, I know I'm, I'm a good talker and I know I'm a professional speaker. And there are people that I'm sure that listen to this that are like, you know what, like, is he just really good at disguising like that? He's like, he's pushing his own bags or promoting his own things or whatever that may be. And I'm okay with that because I firmly believe that if you give us the chance and listen to this podcast over a period of time, 
you will see the true elements of like my heart and my empathy and my my belief in the greater good and the fact that you know a lot of this has been bootstrapped in a way that has I've had to make some massive sacrifices just so that I can continue to buy these NFTs every day and that I can continue to show up and we've been building the team you know up to nine people on our team now and you know when we launched this there wasn't we were, there was one of us or two of us I guess on the on the team and and part of that all of that is like our commitment to continuing to deliver but also level up and then on top is I also want to practice what we preach right we 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 de- we deployed NFTs in December. And we learned things about that that's helped us to tell things better on the podcast. Uh, as much as I hate it that, you know, 20 some days ago, my, my wallet was compromised. In many ways, like the wallet being compromised has allowed me to convey a, a level of authority, but also relatability that most other people aren't right. I can guarantee you, if you're listening to other YouTubers, or you're listening to other podcasts, or you're following people in this space, if they are as active as they claim to be active, then I'm guessing they're probably have sent money to the wrong thing. They've had their wallet compromised. Their NFTs have been scammed. They bought a project they shouldn't have bought, but a lot of people just aren't willing to kind of put that out there. And so here's where I'm going to kind of give that lesson of like people ask, like the question I've been getting a lot is like, Brian, how are you doing this? Like, how are you continuing to like bring the energy? How are you continuing to show up? And I'll say like, I have that philosophy of screenshot awesomeness, right? So every time I get a, a positive message, someone says, I love your podcast or this episode meant a lot to me, whatever that may be, I take a screenshot of it and I put it on a folder on my desktop. Now I've been doing this since 2005. Um, it was something that I did with my team when I worked for the government, when we had approved the ROI of our team. And I was like, you know what? We usually only remember the bad things. Like let's take a screenshot every time something good happens with our government uh, clients. So that whenever I go into the boss, I can say, Hey, here's all of the the things and the impact that we've made. But I will also say that whenever I, if I'm down or if I'm struggling to be like, why am I keep doing this? Or if the podcast downloads aren't as aren't moving in the direction that I want, it's very easy to talk myself out of things. Right. But what I do is I open that folder back up and I remind myself like, this is why I'm doing it. It's not about me. It's about the impact and the the education and the inspiration and the motivation of those that we're able to reach and communicate with. And I will tell you, betting on myself has been the secret to my success, but it's also been the thing that I'm doubling down on because I haven't reached much like in my own personal opinion, success is still something I'm, I'm, I'm seeking. Right. And I have um, some very large goals for a lot of things that we are working on right now, but I have, I have a lot of goals that I've created 10 years ago that I have yet to accomplish. And a lot of that is because I also am a big believer kind of doing things my way. Right. There's a lot of times where I could have taken the shortcut or could have just given in and kissed the right ass, or I could have just played the game the way others are playing it. And, you know, there is there are times where I've had to learn the lesson where sometimes, you know, doing some of the things that maybe you're uh, that I'm not normally doing or not comfortable with are worth doing just so that they, it can like bankroll or could cover or can get me over the hump. Um, in certain areas. And I have to like recognize that I have to recognize sometimes I'm wrong on those approaches. And trust me, I'm wrong a lot. But I will say, you know, like the reason that this podcast exists every single day is because of all of you, right? Those that are in our discord, those that are tweeting out posting on Instagram, those that are leaving reviews for us on iTunes or Spotify, 
Um, those that are, you know, meeting me at a conference that I'm speaking at and telling me, you know, Hey, I just listened to your episode, um, on the way down, like, uh, you know, which I, you know, Terry Brock, shout out to Terry Brock. Uh, Terry was, he did that for an event this weekend. He said he drove in to see me and he's like, Brian, I was listening to your podcast on the way in, uh, Terry and Gina. So shout out to both of them. Um, and I will say like, that's why I'm showing up, right? That's, and the other piece of this is like, I know, like I believe, and I know that, I'm going to make an impact and I'm going to continue to grow. And I, I know I have bigger things in the works from, you know, the, the removing the bias and the stigmas around ADHD to the idea of how do we empower people that are doing good things or great things to stand out from the noise? How do we help remove this like loneliness pandemic that is like really, uh, you know, kind of stretched across, especially this millennial generation that I'm very proud to be a part of. But what I, I will definitely also say is that the consistency element here where people know that maybe they, they, maybe some of you don't listen to the podcast, you know, every day, but you're, you know, a week will go by and you're like, you know what? I haven't listened to what Fanzo is doing. I might check out some of his most recent episodes and see if there's any that jump out at me. Right. And I know I don't expect people to listen to every episode every single day across the board. And if you are, you know, I appreciate that, but that's not like the expectations that I have. But here's the thing that like when you log back in, you're expecting those episodes to be there. And as long as I continue to deliver those episodes, even if you're like, yep, no, none of the last seven episodes are for me, but you know, right there, you trust that I'm going to continue to be there. And so when someone says like, you know, how do you, how do you decide who are the right people to trust? Like you do have to dig into like their level of consistency, consistency on, on messaging, consistency on doing what they say they're going to do. And in this space, a lot of things are going to be delayed, right? Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, when he launched VFriends last year, it got delayed, it got delayed. You know, it took, you know, I think 13 days to sell out. When Gary launched Book Games, that was delayed. When he just launched VFriends 2, it was like double delayed. It was two days in a row he kept pushing things around. But here's the thing. How can you not trust Gary Vaynerchuk in the sense that he has always showed up? He has always over-delivered. And I believe I am walking in that same mark and, and following that same kind of uh, marching orders. And I will say part of that is like, not only am I betting on myself, but I believe like we keep putting great people on this team to move forward. And so like, what I have to do is show up. Like I have to just show up. I have to show up as myself. And I'm, I will say the, the other part of this that I just want to you know, kind of highlight when people are asking Brian, like, how do I create better, co- more content or content more consistency consistently, you know, when I say press the damn button, people are like, oh, of course, just like Nike. But I want you to repeat it in your head whenever you're questioning yourself or you're making excuses to why you're not going to do something. Oh, I was going to do that Twitter space, but I'm not sure anybody's going to show up. Or I was going to create that. Um, I was going to tease out my the announcement of an NFT project that I'm working on, but uh, I'm not sure about that. I have learned that if I press the damn button and put things out there, and even if later on I have to recognize that maybe I had done it wrong or I have to change the date or tell people that it's not going to be exactly what I say it's going to be. But by me pressing the damn button and me taking the action, it is, it is what spurs all of the other actions. And a lot of the things that have become successful around this podcast, around the things that we're doing in Web3, in most cases aren't even a direct result on the initial thing that I'm pressing the damn button on. But if I hadn't pressed the damn button on that thing, it wouldn't have created the downfall or the down, downward effect of everything else around me. 
And so I will just say that the, the piece that I also want people to look at is the more you can get comfortable being uncomfortable with your transparency. Let me say it again. The more you can get comfortable being uncomfortable with the amount of transparency that you are providing to people, here's what you're going to get in return, a sense of freedom. I have a sense of freedom that I am fully willing and, and because of my transparency that I am not afraid of, of admitting when I do something wrong. I'm, I am not afraid to put things out there that, that others are surprised by because here's what I believe is that by me being transparent and owning my truths, both good and the bad and my mistakes and the things that are going on, it not only does it give me the freedom to be myself, but it takes away the power of like the haters and the naysayers. Like I will tell you, like for me, when someone's coming at me today, right? And we get we get plenty of people that are either they don't like the podcast or they question the project, some of the projects that we're a part of, or they are unsure, you know, like Brian, hey, this is a project we don't want you to be involved in. And then I tell them what the research I've done. Here's the thing that I, I think is, you know, part of the bigger picture here for me is that I don't have to convince people to trust me. I just have to get people to take a chance on me and, and listen to what I'm doing as a creator, what we're doing with this podcast. And I think for everyone that's out there, that's the magic, right? It's, there's a lot of people trying to convince you to trust them. And that's a kind of a red flag for me. There's a lot of people that are going to try to convince you with like a roadmap or this like fancy graphics that what they're, what they're delivering is, is going to happen because they spent money on this front end. But know what's really powerful is like if you don't have like the budget or the money to put things into things, but you have the commitment, the drive, the dedication and the passion for it, the more that you can let people in, give them access to you and shine the light on them, the more success you will have, the more doors that will open, the more people that will come to your defense, the more people that will rally behind you and, and be on your team and, and help you accomplish what you're accomplishing. And there will be people that will steal what you're doing. There will be people that will, will, will milk or use you for as long as they can, and then they will go and do their own thing. And you know what? That's not on us. We can't control that. We can only control ourselves, and even that is tough enough to control. But I will say, for those that are that sometimes are struggling to keep grinding and, you know, and like when, when crypto goes down or maybe the NFT project that you spent all the time researching and that, that NFT project tanks, it's easy to get second guess yourself on like, man, I, this, maybe this space isn't for me, but I'm, I'm going to challenge you to take a step back. What did you learn along the way when you researched that NFT project? Maybe the, the true ROI, the return on investment of doing that research wasn't, to pick the right project in that moment, but it was to arm you with the information that you needed for the next project that you're researching because that's the project that's going to take off for you or those lessons that you were learning, right? Like some of the projects that I've been a part of that I still hold in my bag now that have tanked, they have given me so much that have allowed me to learn and say, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this. And we forget like learning what not to do by investing in a project is still value that we can't get anywhere else because there are a lot of people that aren't going to take that action. And I will just say this. There are a ton of people that listen to this podcast and I, and I, I recognize that and I'm thankful for all of you, but there are a lot of you that will take, listen to this podcast and you're like, you know what? All right, I'm, I'm going to do something. And you just keep listening. There are a lot of people that are listening to this podcast. They start taking notes. 
they start building out a strategy and like thinking about the things they're going to do, but they haven't even gone over the hump yet to, you know, collect their first NFT or participate in our pop star um, that we have going on, which our pop star word today is merch. Um, that's today's word. So merch, if you jump over to NFT 365 podcast.com slash pop P O P, you can uh, put that into uh, the website if you do it in the first 36 hours. Um, and that'll be one of the, the April words uh, for this month. But there are people that haven't even done, haven't done the pop star. They haven't, but they're like kind of building out strategy, but they're still like at that part where like they haven't given themselves the chance to commit to pressing the damn button. Because here's the, here's the truth. There are very few people, very few people in this world that are willing to listen, learn, and then take action. And we all know that those that take action are those that change the world. Those that are willing to put themselves out there. And I will say, this does not mean instant success. I will say like even betting on yourself, betting on yourself does not guarantee anything. In many cases, you're going to have to continue to bet on yourself. You're going to have to, you're going to question all that and you're going to have to con- you know, believe in everything at your core. But I will also tell you that like for me, I I've learned over my years that I can't be I can't do what I want to do. I can't be the person that I am if I am not myself and 100% myself. And in some cases, that's a downside for, for some of the things that I'm working on. In other cases, it's what allows me to stand out, right? It's the, it's the fact that, you know, lots of people probably left NFT NYC with the idea that they needed to create content and take advantage of this space. And, they, and there's such like a gap in availability for people to do great things in this space. But five days after we thought of that idea or six days after we thought of that idea, we pressed the damn button. We started. I could have easily, if I would have waited until December 1st to launch the podcast, we would have no podcast right now. Just truthful. I would have talked myself out of it by the time I got there. And so when someone asks me back to the beginning of this podcast, like, Brian, how are you doing this? Like, how are you like continuing to show up? Like, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of sacrifice. You know, I'm pulling over on the, on the side of roads during a road trip to, to upload things or to get to edit things that might be incorrect in the podcast. I'm, you know, I'm leaving a dinner with my family so that I can go, you know, mint this NFT that I've been researching that I know is the NFT we want to buy for that day. But I also know that like those things matter. They matter to me. They matter to many of you that are listening that are part of this whole journey with us. And those little sacrifices that I know that I've been making, and some of them are bigger than others. And I know many of those people on our, on our team have been making those sacrifices like we have big goals, we have big visions, and trust me, that does not end in November. Like what we are building is much bigger than that. And I think as long as you're like, you can like believe in that, you can lean in on that. Like I am, I am not scared of failure because I know failure is something I will never settle for. I am not scared of being wrong because I know everyone is wrong at times. And in many cases, my biggest mistakes have been avenues for me to be a a better educator, which have allowed me to be more relatable and build more trust and really have extended my brand and done me more favors in the craziest of ways, right? The mistakes that I've made and owned those mistakes in, in many of the cases have actually been more beneficial to my brand, to my business, to what we're trying to accomplish than the things that went exactly according to plan. And I think that to me is kind of like that secret. I will also say you have to continue to level up. So I'm putting this out there on this podcast because I also think for me, like part of my public accountability is putting things out there. 
you know, I'm going to work really hard from this date morning moving forward to drop each episode at 11, 11 a.m. Eastern time every day. I know this episode that you're listening to is not that on that case, but starting tomorrow, each and every episode, I'm going to work as in every fiber of my being. I'm not guaranteeing that's going to happen every time, but my goal is going to be just about every episode is going to be coming out at that time. And part of it is because I've now proven to myself that I'm going to do this podcast every day, no questions asked. But I now have to ask myself, like, how can I better serve our, the audience? How can I, how can I help people discover our podcast? But how can I help all of you, like, you know, put it into your routine a little bit better, right? But how can I, how can I stop being a barrier to entry or stop being a roadblock or stop being like an unpredictable variable in your life? And because we've been fine tuning these other things and we're working on launching a couple of things that I can't wait to share with you guys so soon. Um, and I'll just tell you, it's a great time to be in our discord, uh, especially around 200, like definitely a great time to be in our discord, but more so than anything else, like I want to be, I want to not only be the best I can be, but I want to be able to hopefully empower all of you to be the best that you can be. So look out for our, our episodes, please. You know, if you can, you know, Make sure you hit subscribe on the podcast app that you're listening to um, and turn notifications on, right? I don't want you to miss a lot of these episodes. It, it doesn't mean you have to listen to every episode, right? There might be episodes that you're like, nope, that's not for me. But I, I will, I, you know, not only do we appreciate that, but it's also where I believe we can you know, move this whole needle forward. So I love you guys. Once again, this was an episode that I thought I was going to keep around 15 minutes long and we're now 30 minutes into it. But I hope you feel the heart. I hope you, if you're, if you're having a tough time, like, you know, getting started or pushing forward, just know that you're not alone and it's okay to not be okay. It's okay for some days to struggle for, that aren't as easy as other days. We have to give ourselves grace. We have to be able to own that we are not perfect and we are not machines and we are not going to be the exact same thing every single day to everyone. But you also have to own the fact that you aren't alone on this journey. And for every struggle I've had, I've known that others have struggled in that same way or at least can relate and be there for us. Until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. Cheers.